A big blicky in the stack. Yeah, gang money long as the L train. Two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. I moved taught them out of hustle. They was balling on a budget. I was serving all the cluckers. 30 pointers on my buffies. Rolling, cutting up in traffic. Boys busting up a back. Up the street, I don't trust it. 100 bands on my luggage. Got the guns and the butter. Little man that I stutter. Stunt man in a Hummer. Popping bands on my brother. One hand, watch the other. In the trap with the takers. Red rag on a thumper. Put a tag on his taper. Wumber pack on a Drake. He head top you with the caker. Yeah, whole clip long as my elbow Stuck to me like Velcro with a chair roll Got the take with the air hose When you stiff as a scarecrow Pumping big blow Now we front at your distro You been doing the bisco Money Mitch flow Yo bitch love how my wrist glow Tricky dance moves, no Cisco Never froze, I had cold feet Pulling on nighters, getting no sleep Play with gang, you know I'm gon' tweet Shot the wrong streets, it's been a long week Sold a hundred little boat peeps Now it's 20 bad bitches on fleet Got me cooking up tickets with no grease Oh shit now I'm back in the building It's your boy, this your motherfucking boy King Known Uncensored We giving back to backs on these motherfuckers man Back to back episode Well, kind of It's New Music Fridays Once again <laughs> We gonna call this New Music Fridays Backpack We'll get to that in a moment But, allegedly This is a rumor This is a rumor Jeremy Grant is expected to be available for for a trade. Jeremy Grant, who becomes trade eligible on January the 15th, is expected to become available before the trade deadline. Well, nigga, who fault is that? Y'all gave him five years, $250 million. Or was it $200 million? Wasn't it $5 million, $250 million? Let me double check that shit. I know it was, it was on that level, bro. Okay, maybe I was tweaking. Okay, my bad. It was five years, 160 billion. So Jeremy Grant signed with the Blazers for five years, 160 million. That's going to be a tough contract to move. Very tough contract to move. Oh, man. And dumbass of the year. This got to be the dumbest nigga of the year. So, Keefe D, known gang member and shit, Compton Crip gang member, was arrested for Tupac's murder. They searched this man's house. And this nigga got documents... And was rumored to actually still have the murder weapon. Rumored. But still. This dude is dumb. Like how in the fuck you're doing all these interviews for the last five, six years. And didn't think you were going to get caught. Just because you got a proper agreement does not mean you got a proper agreement in Compton. Not in Las Vegas. Las Vegas can still investigate you and arrest your black ass. And then you told on your co-defendants who are all dead now. 
I mean, you gotta think about it. Tupac's dead. Afeni Shakur is dead. And the three other guys that were involved in the drive-by is dead. So, this shit don't hit right. Pause. It just doesn't. Like, it would have hit better if he was actually arrested in 1997. And he was investigated for this a few years back. You know, that's where the little task force came with Greg Caden and that Dupree guy. You know, they did a whole show about it. On how they were, you know, eventually blackballed from resolving the case. But Keefe D got to be the dumbest motherfucker on God's green earth. This nigga doing interviews with Vlad. And it, I don't, you can't even blame Vlad for this one. You gotta blame this stupid goofy motherfucker. For self-incriminating himself, getting himself arrested. This nigga did the OJ. He did that OJ shit, man. But he was arrested today. And, you know, they got his little mug shot and everything. Looking like a fucked up ass potato and shit that ain't been peeled in 20 years. Like, I hope this goofy-ass nigga gets life in prison. Because, you know, they said, you know, he didn't even have to be the shooter to be charged with it. Because he ordered the fucking hit to be done. Tupac swung on Keefe D's nephew. And those four guys went out to go find Tupac and kill him. That's what this shit was about. You know, there's speculation on who was the actual shooter. A lot of people were saying Orlando. A lot of people were saying Keefe was the shooter. A lot of people were saying Big Dre is the shooter. I don't know. Will we ever know who was the actual shooter? Because, you know, the signs were pointing at Big Dre. Because Gaddafi uh, said that he saw, like... Uh, uh, a bigger person's arm pause hanging out the window shooting Suge and Pop on the strip but I'm glad this goofy ass nigga the, the D and Keefe must stand for dumbass and I'm gonna leave it at that Isaiah Livers could miss up to 6 to 8 weeks with an injury damn that sucks for Isaiah Livers because, you know, Livers was moving up the ladder on the Pistons. And it's unfortunate because now that the Pistons actually have 12 men, it's going to be hard for Livers once he returns to even join the team. It's possible that he could be in the G League for most of this season. Because he'll be so far behind the other guys, you know? Like, we drafted a Swore Thompson. We signed Monte Morris. We, we signed Joe Harris. We still have Marvin Bagley. Still have 
James Wiseman, still have Bohan Bogdanovich, you know, all these guys here, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's going to be very difficult, so my prayers and thoughts go out to Isaiah Livers. Trying to see if I can get an update on the homie Crazy Ball, man. He's heavy on my mind. Yeah, the last report was Lazy Bone. And it was an Instagram post. In this challenging moment, as the immediate and Bone Thugs family rallies behind my brother, we humbly ask for a moment of privacy. Our family is facing the unexpected hospitalization of Crazy Bone with strength, and your prayers are a beacon of hope. Soon we'll share an update, but for now, let us come together and keep our loving thoughts and focused on his recovery. Your support means the world to us and we truly appreciate your understanding during this time. I don't know, man. That's very cryptic. You know, it's it's another Jamie Foxx situation where we won't know until for show. But prayers and thoughts to crazy. Alright, before we get to this music, because we got a lot of music. Alright, Jordan Poole, man. So, this ex-ESPN employee on his podcast revealed what allegedly was said to Draymond Green. You know, we all thought that it was the Money Green tag on on the X app. But allegedly, you know, Pablo Torre, I remember him. He used to be on Around the Horn and used to report for ESPN and stuff. So, let's read this article by Athlon Sports. Friday, after months and months of speculation, ex-ESPN host Pablo Torre claims he knows exactly what set Draymond off on that fateful afternoon. Okay, here it is, Torre began. You're an expensive backpack for 30 is what Jordan Poole told Draymond Green that got him punched in the fucking face. First, it's pretty clear that the 30 mentioned is Steph Curry. As such, Poole's alleged message to Green seemed to be that his expensive contract made it hard for Curry to carry him. That's what that means. I think that was just the last straw to me. Damn. Now I get what what uh Poole was trying to say to Draymond. I thought it was because of his age. But a backpack for 30? Damn. Yo, that's like a, a hip-hop level rap diss. You know what I'm saying? Wow. God levels of disrespect. Shout out to Jordan Poole. All right, man. Let's get to these uh, 
album releases, man. It's New Music Fridays. And we gonna start off with Weezy F, baby. Please say the baby. As he drops, I don't know, man. What the fuck is this? Okay, it's a mixtape. Gotcha. I got y'all. So this is supposed to be a mixtape. And, you know, I was interested because, you know, mixtape Wheezy, you know what I'm saying, is a thing. You know, we, Wayne usually brings it on mixtapes. That's what his fans expect. But we gonna get to this motherfucker. The fix before the six. Let's see if Wheezy F delivers. And the F is for phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Act Up featuring John Baptist. This shit was ass. I mean, the hook ran for two and a half minutes. And John Baptist kicked a decent verse, but Act Up? No, dog, this ain't it. Birds? This was a waste of a cold ass beat. Birds is trash. Hot garbage. Chicken shit stew. Wasted murder beats beat. Slip. Let me tell you something. Slip right here. This shit hard as a motherfucker. Lil Wayne, I was like, oh shit. I thought this bitch was going to turn up after Slip. Slip. Lil Wayne was going insane. Although the hook was hella pause worthy. Like, I, why would you say you niggas is extra skin on my dick five times though? That's a little suspect to me. I'ma let it, I'ma let it slide on slip. Slip was good. It was really good. Cat food. Man, that was a lot of mid. Man, I ain't gonna lie. That was super mid. Tuxedo featuring Euro. I mean, I like Euro as an MC, but this has got to be their worst collaboration together. Like, you mean to tell me that this shit was better than All Right? Was better than Fuck Nigga Pull Up? Fuck Nigga Pull Up? No. This, this, this wasn't better than their collaboration on Dedication 6. This shit ass. And it sound like a throwaway from fucking Rebirth. That shit was butt cheeks. Booty butt, booty butt cheeks. Now to the bank. With Cool and Dre, I think that shit was too short. That had potential to be a decent record. Chanel number five featuring Fouché. Um, Lil Wayne did all right, but Fouché should not be near a recording booth ever again. Do not ever, 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 ever step in a recording booth ever again. When she came on, that's when I cut this shit off. No new bitches. Uh, it, uh, this can go. This can leave. This can get the fuck on up out of here. Titty boy. The first minute and 50 seconds, I was with this shit. But then when this nigga kept saying, titty, 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 titty. Shut the fuck up, Wheezy. Get off them drugs, man. You on that hair run. If y'all watch Power Book 2 full force whatever the fuck that that shit is right that nigga remind me of Jannard 
If you know, you know. That shit got to be hot. I didn't even get to the next verse. I cut that shit off. Now, good morning, the closer. That's the theme to fucking um, Undisputed. I like good morning. All in all, this is Lil Wayne's worst body of work ever. This is the worst project that Lil Wayne has ever released. Lil Wayne, I'm getting close to the point that I'm going to say, don't ever do music again. Drop some 16s, do group albums, never drop an album again. Never drop a project again. I'm getting there. My patience is wearing thin. This nigga done dropped sacks of dog shit, sacks of AIDS. And Lil Wayne, you know, he one of the 50 greatest rappers to ever do this shit. But come on, Wayne, you borderline legend. You too good to be dropping sacks of dicks. You too good for this shit, man. You can't give me 10, 10 slips. You can't give me 10 slips. Like if you would have got 10 versions of track number three, which is called Slip, this shit would have been all right. But I'm glad he didn't do like 15, 16 tracks. My ears would have, man, I would have got ear cancer listening to this garbage. The fix before the six, I don't want to hear the six. This ain't no fix. This is dog food. This is bad drugs. You remember when raising Canaan, when Canaan put made that bad batch of drugs? That's what I compare this piece of shit to. Like I said, I'm saying this shit out of love. I love Lil Wayne. He my favorite hot boy, but you you gotta be better than this, man. And stop using that fucking auto-tune, man. God fucking damn. Stop using fucking auto-tune. Nobody gives a fuck about auto-tune no more. That shit was played out six years ago. Stop using that shit. Get up, man. Clean yourself up, Weezy F, baby. I see why the F is for phenomenal. Nigga, it start with a P. Damn. All right, I'm going to move on off this shit before I bust a blood vessel out this motherfucker. Anyway, YG and Tiger dropped a new project called Hit Me When You Lead a Club. The playlist. I gotta find this shit now. Ugh. Damn you, genius. But, you know, YG and Tyga, you know, turned out to be an interesting duo. I mean, they have been frequent collaborators over the years. 
I'm sure they've collabed on at least 20 joints together. So for them to do a project did not surprise me at all. So let's get into this album, man. Let's see what what we got. Rubber Band Man. Hey, man. This reminds me of, of BPT, man. When that beat dropped and all that, that's what that shit remind me of on uh, YG's My Crazy Life. Jungle Beats, holla at me. Brand new featuring Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, why didn't you rap like this on the fix before the six? Damn. Brand new is fire. Thumping, you know what I mean? Club banger. Get me lit. I think this is the one that sampled uh some cut by Trioville. I fuck with that. Perk 10. Um, you know, it could have done without that record. That's that record ain't it. Time for that. This was cool. Choose up. This was alright. Big one pause featuring Buster Rhymes. I love this record. That was different for Buster Rhymes to hop on a track like that and do good on it. I'm the reason this was uh, one of my least favorites. West Coast Weekend featuring Blast. Dog, I'm tired of all about you being sampled by Tupac. I'm tired of that. I mean, it's an okay song, but I'm just, me personally, I just didn't care for it because I'm tired. Party time. Yeah, man. It was a a fast-paced version of uh, Uchi Wally. I was feeling this shit. Not gonna front. Bochella, this was cool. Platinum A, man. Platinum was dope. I fuck with that. That was supposed to be the first single. Fuck with you. This was cool. All in all, this is a pretty decent project. I mean, this is some shit that you throw on when you got some lovely half-naked ladies running around in bikinis and having pool parties and, and such. You know what I'm saying? This ain't some shit when you leave the club. This some shit while you in the club. Hit me when you leave the club is... Just a, a, a handful of songs that belong in a turn-up list, in my personal opinion. I mean, I enjoy it myself. Is it is it a serious album? No. It's just an album that you can listen to and just have a little fun. That's all. Moving on to Rome motherfucking streets. Rome streets is one of the best new MCs even though he been out a minute but I'm just saying like last 10 years type shit you know him and Nick Grant you know what I mean them the two cats that like I definitely recommend y'all niggas listening to and his new mixtape Noise Candy 5 is the exception to the rule All right, man, let's start Noise Candy 5 off right. Second seizure. I don't know. It's something about Rome Street's track ones where he just going crazy on this bitch. Hell backwards. 
Yo, man, this nigga's punchlines is ridiculous at this point. Clutching, this was also damn good, if you ask me. Stunner, yo, so this is the song that I played at the beginning of the show. Double D, whoever the fuck that dude is, that nigga was snapping. You know, Stunner also features Boldy James also. Boldy James had a dope verse, you know, especially the Katie Diz line, that shit bought me brought me back so many memories. I remember them Katie, Katie Diz chocolates. Pause, but bruh. This that stunner song? That's by far probably the best record on here, hands down. Chrome Magnum, Mo Punch Lines, Mo Punch Lines. Go Raw, I mean. This was probably the only song that I didn't necessarily care for, even though I love the sample. Accurate featuring Currency. Currency verse was mid. I'm not going to front. I've heard a lot better from Currency, but Rome Streets came uh, uh, came on the track and paused. Like, he definitely did his thing. Fire at your idol mind featuring Joey Badass. This is one of the best lyrical performances of 2023. These two niggas, man. If they made an album together, the world would shut down like COVID. Like Rome and Joey just... Them two niggas went stupid on here. Pocket full of beans. Hey, man. Rome Streets switched the flow up on here. It it was kind of different on here. He went crazy. Black Magic. Um, this was cool. Decent album filler. Shake and Bake. That's second and third verse. Rome ripped this shit. Fast Action Venom featuring Riggs. This was too short to me. It could have been a lot longer. Pause. Um, Heartbreak Hotel. Um, this was dope. And then the final track, Pro Call. Nigga. This shit was so fucking dope. All in all, Noise Candy 5, if you want dope lyrics, if you want traditional hip-hop, if you want rhymes, bars, schemes, metaphors, and then just a dope-ass flow, and and if you really appreciate rap and hip-hop and shit like that, Noise Candy 5 is the project for you. If you like current hip-hop, I don't suggest you listen to this. Because Rome Streets is a throwback. A throwback artist. Like, he really rap his ass off. Like, this is the second project, actually, that Rome has released in 2023. Because he had a project with a Big Ghost earlier this year that I reviewed. But Noise Candy 5, man, you got to check that shit out. Last but totally not least, CMG, one of the hottest clicks in the game, dropped a new compilation album out of nowhere because, you know, when Glorilla dropped her new record with Fabio Foreign, which we'll get into, you know, 
you know, she said Gangsta Art 2 coming soon. I'm like, is that Glorilla new mixtape or something? Then I had to think about it. I heard of Gangsta Art. But what the fuck is it? Like, I've heard that title before. I'm like, oh, Gangsta Art. Like, this is the sequel. This is the second compilation album. You know? This is the second compilation album of CMG. Like, the first one was cool. I, I liked the first one. I wasn't in love with it, though, but I liked it. Gangsta Art 2. Let's get to this money. Overstood by Glorilla. Hey, man, Glorilla went crazy on here. Glorilla went crazy on this motherfucker. She separated herself from the pack. Because everybody been debating, like, who better between Glorilla, Sexy Red, Ice Spice, and Sookie Hanas. And I'm going with Glorilla by far. Like, Glow can rap a little bit. I mean, she the the weakest one of her clique, though. But those other four girls can rap, though. You know? But Glow the star. And there ain't no questioning. And that shit showed on Overstood. That shit was tough. 50-50 with Moneybag, yo. ATL, Jacob ATL. Jacob did the trap. Okay. This is just yet another classic Moneybag, yo track where he talk about I ain't going 50-50 with no bitch. 5-5-5 featuring Yo Gotti and ESTG. Um, I didn't like the hook. I get the concept of the hook, but I I wasn't feeling that shit like that, dog. Not gonna hold y'all. But the track is decent. Broad Day featuring Mozzie and Rich Homie Quan. These two motherfuckers tore that shit down. I gotta get. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Mozzie or nothing like that, but he did good on this bitch. And Rich Homie Quan, man, he did all right on here. Big Dog featuring Moneybag Yo and Sexy Red. Why did he put her on here? He was better off putting Glorilla on here. Sexy Red just ruined this song, man. It's just like, why are people doing it? Why? Why you got to put my urge through some pain? Why you gotta do why you do this to me? This is I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was a hit record though. This got hit potential, but I just don't like sexy red in no way, shape, or form, bro. But big dog is catchy as fuck though. Bay by 42 Doug. This bitch slap. 42 Doug. This was dope as fuck. I love this record right here. This shit is tough. Pop It by Glorilla. Yo, this is a banger. This is a banger. The hook, you know, I like that bravado on that she put on this hook. Like, she was talking that shit on here. She was talking cash money millionaire shit on... Um, 
Pop it, man. That's that's a strip club record. I definitely fuck with this shit. For that money featuring Lil Papa and YBT Fat. Um, this shouldn't have been on here. I'm not gonna lie. I was not feeling it. I think they wasted a cold ass beat made by Pooh Beats, Go Grizz, and Jesse May. No wonder why that beat slapped. Yeah, I wasn't feeling the song, no. Just the beat. Cha 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 featuring Fabio Foreign and Glorilla. This actually surprised me because I don't like drill at all. I think 90% of drill is ass because I came up from 92% of drill to 90 This shit is catchy as fuck. You know, if you think that this track is ass, I think Drill is ass, you partially correct. But it's a guilty pleasure of mine because I like the song. I like it. I mean, I like Pound Town, but I hate Ski Yee. You see the difference? Pound Town ain't really a good song. You know what I'm saying? But it's a guilty pleasure. That's what I feel about Cha-Cha-Cha. I know she gonna get some East Coast play off that bitch, though. I kind of like the song. You Want It by Layla Layla, uh, Samia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yo, this is pretty much a cover of Frontin' by Pharrell. And I actually like it. This was pretty good. Soldier featuring Yo Gotti, ESTG, and Big 30. Oh, I couldn't understand what the fuck ESTG was saying on here. His voice was fucked up. He sound like that allegedly when he on that shit. But Soldier, the concept was cool. It was a cool track. It was all right. Fire Us featuring Yo Gotti and Black Youngster. This shit was mid. It was all right. It's just mid. Place We Dream About by Lil Papa. This is actually pretty good. I fuck with this song. Wrong one. Oh, shit. Glorilla with Gloss Up, Slime Roni, Aliza, and K Carbon. Produced by Tay Keith. Wrong one. Slap. I love when these five girls get on the track and kill. I fuck with wrong one. The long way. Pause. Foundation featuring Yo Gotti and Big Boogie. This was cool. I like this song. One time by 42 Doug. Could have done without that shit. Not gonna lie. Anybody uh, by Black Youngster. This shit was okay. Just okay. Behind Them Walls by Mozzie. I fu- actually fuck with that song. All in all, Gangsta Art 2 is on the same level as Gangsta Art 1. And I'm glad that they cut the tracks down from 24 to 18 this time around. You could tolerate this project. Is this one of the best group albums of 2023? No. 
But is it a few good records on here? Absolutely. Like, I can see myself bumping Overstood, 50-50, Broad Day, Bay, Pop It, Cha-Cha-Cha, You Want It, Place We Dream About, Wrong One, Foundation. That's just uh probably that's like half the album or just over half the album but i definitely uh enjoy some parts of gangsta art too but if it was garbage i would tell y'all and gangsta art 2 isn't garbage at all it's a decent project but I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it up against the other group projects that I've heard this year. I've heard some bangers made by rap groups. All right, y'all, that's my show. This is New Music Fridays, Backpack, and I'm out.